Thanks for tuning in to Good Vibrations with Kristen. Are you ready to be inspired? Do you want to have a greater connection to the earth, each other, and ultimately yourself? So then join in the conversation with me, Kristen Ace, and me, Green Diva Meg, and our fascinating guests to share the light, the laughter, and the illumination of Good Vibrations. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Good Vibrations with Kristen. Hey, Kristen. Hey, Megan. Yay. Yeah, we're here. It's just the two of us today in the studio, which is just as fabulous as having a guest as far as I'm concerned. Well, two of us and a hairy, hairy girl. Yeah. Gracie's with us, but she's she's Our kinda, hairy girl. Yeah, that's right. She's chilling, though. She's chilling. chilling. It's a good thing she's chilling because today's topic is a, is a, is a, a little more subdued. Subdued. Yeah, because I was thinking, you know, this podcast is all about inspiration and uplifting and trying to find the positive. But the reality is, um, you know what? Sometimes life sucks. Sometimes. <laughs> and, and the cat Spooky. in the background is talking now. She's going, yeah. Because <laughs> she's like, it does, Kristen. Ask a cat. <laughs> yeah, right. Spooky's the most spoiled. Well, but. they all are, but yeah. they're all very whiny about it. They're like, oh, oh I have to move. All oh, right. How dare you? <laughs> right. Dare Give you. me my food. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. I, I like this idea. You had suggested this idea for a topic of talking about the times when we don't feel that connection and we know it's there intellectually. And from this perspective, we can say, well, we know it's always there. Right. When you're in it and you feel like you're just stuck in the darkness by yourself. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel like anything's there with you except darkness. And I was actually just speaking to, and what brought it up was I was speaking to a friend and she said, you know, I'm meditating, I'm saying my prayers, you know, I'm, I'm reading, you know, positive things and I'm just in a funk. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, you know what? That happens in life. It, it doesn't always have to be big events. Right. It could just be whatever rhythm you're in. And my theory is that your higher self needs you to be quiet. Right. You know, for me, typically those times come with huge cataclysmic events they just do you know Mm -hmm. when um when the kids were very very small and i had i had a a lawsuit with my former director of my first show Mm -hmm. and a very good friend of mine betrayed me and we found out that my babysitter was robbing us for a year (laughs) nice so all three of those things if i could have a lot yeah i could have handled probably one of them (laughs) yeah but all three at the same time. So basically in all fronts of my life, I was, I felt like I was being assaulted and yeah. I was, well, first I was pissed. Yeah. But second, I was just, I felt like, where's my higher power? Where's, where's the divine in all this? What, how yeah. could this be anything good? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I stopped dreaming because I was under so much stress that I couldn't oh, even sleep at night yeah. to dream, to get, to receive, right. because I receive a lot of information through my dreams. A lot of downloads, a lot of support, a lot of messages. And I had to just sit in that. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of changes that took place in that time. And the biggest change that took place was that I reclaimed my voice. Mm. And I really took back my power, which I had been giving away just... um, like free apples. Yeah, yeah. Have an apple, have an apple, have an apple, have all my power. Giving away bits of yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
But at the time, I couldn't see it. And so I just feel like it's important to talk about those times that we are just sitting. Right. Just sitting in what we believe is darkness. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny. My, my old dear friend and spiritual mentor, Jean Brookwell, mm-hmm. who I know you knew. Yeah. Well, and, um, and she's passed since, but I still hear her voice in my head. That's right. <laughs> because she was a wonderful teacher. And she used to say, well, first of all, people have a habit of saying, I'm depressed. <laughs> and, you know, I would call her and say, I think I'm depressed. <laughs> And she'd go. I don't mean to laugh. I know. Yeah, Yeah, it's funny now. But she would say, "Are you depressed or are you sad?" Yeah. First of all, like let's make a distinction between because that word "depressed" just gets tossed out there. Right. Oh, she's just depressed. And 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 so I might say like, "Oh, yeah, no, I'm actually just sad." Right. And then I would work through whatever I was sad about. But then are times when I would say no. I just feel numb. Right. Like this is what I've heard depression is described as this just numb, like nothing. nothing matters. I don't mm-hmm. feel connected. Yeah. And then she would say, maybe you're deep processing. Mm-hmm. That's really and, powerful. And her assessment and belief, which I have adopted, was that most of the time when a normal person who isn't necessarily clinically depressed or having right. any, any other right. serious mental health issues. That's right. I believe all of us do go through these times of deep processing and that sometimes the universe, like you said, it wants us to get quiet and go inward and not pay attention to everything around us and not feel connected to everything, but to just feel – and she would say if you need – to eat a pint of ice cream and sit under the blankets and watch stupid movies for a day or whatever. Do it. Then she'd say, that's that's what you need to do. I give you permission to do that for a period of time, not right. forever. And and lo and behold, it would pass if I just let it be. Right. You didn't have to do anything right, right. to make yourself get out of it or figure it out. <clears throat> and it's interesting when I was young, a little, um, living in my parents' home, you know, you went to school and you just uh, pulled up your bootstraps and you sucked it up and you yep. went, you just got up and you got going. And when I became an adult, I allowed myself right. um, time to, uh, if I had a cold, stay home from work. Yep. You know, certainly I wasn't staying home for five weeks, but if I needed two two days off, I took them. Yeah. Right. I allowed myself that time. That downtime. To not suck it up. Because yeah. I just don't believe in sucking it up anyway. It just, you know, it's, that doesn't do anything but stuff it all back down where right. you're trying to get it out from anyway. Well, it's sort of like, and, and she would <clears throat> constantly quote Pema Chodron to me, and it was the most irritating because... <laughs> yeah, it is irritating when you're sad for people who like, yeah. send you little um, happy quotes and, and well, blobs. But Pema Chodron, that what, I don't know, there was a particular book that she had written which really emphasized... The value and importance of um, sitting with your discomfort, whether it's anger, Mm -hmm. whether it's sadness and Mm -hmm. grief or frustration or even that that numb sensation. Right. Yeah. And also, I find many people don't even know how to decipher their emotions. Right. Right. Identify an emotion. Yeah. Right. It's like, I don't know what I'm feeling. Well, know how you're feeling. It's important. Do you know, like 25 years ago, 
when I first got sober, in fact, because mm-hmm. I'm out to our audience. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, started out in, I was in a rehab or whatever, and uh, they're like, so how do you feel? And I'd say, <laughs> well, I think blah, blah, blah. And they'd say, no, no, no. How do you feel? And I could not identify feeling. So they brought out the little chart with the faces. Right. No kidding. I had that chart on my refrigerator for years because I was like, hmm. How do I feel? It really helped. Right. Because I was like, okay, yeah, I think I'm a little frustrated or maybe I actually am sad. Right. I just didn't know. Right. But that's when you're little, people just go, oh, you're fine or oh, you're this or oh, you're that. When we were first looking for just, you know, I I just needed 15 hours a week childcare just to, when, when Landon was a baby, just to help me. Just to help me. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was so overwhelmed. I just have to say that. Yeah. That, that was a very overwhelming time for me. And um, I I was interviewing babysitters, and one woman came, and Landon fell, and he started to cry, and she goes, shake it off, buddy. Shake it off. And, and I was like, like, thank you. Bye-bye. You're not ever working <laughs> in my house, <laughs> right? The second young woman came, Landon fell again, you know, because toddlers fall. And yeah. She said, oh, baby, come here, sit on my lap. Let's look at this. And I was like, you're hired. Yeah. And actually, she stayed with us for two years, and we're still in touch with her. Yeah. She was like a little goddess angel that came into our life. Aww. And she honored the kids' feelings. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is how I feel. Okay. Yeah. Feel it. But, you know, I think with kids, too, the other issue is sometimes not projecting your stuff onto them. <laughs> yeah. Because what? like if you like with my <laughs> kids, if I freaked out and they fell, they would oh, yeah. look at me and start to scream. Yes, yes. But if I was calm, I was like, "Oh, hey, are you okay?" Right. And they look and they go, "Hmm, yeah, I'm okay." And most of the time they were, right, but if right. they aren't, yeah. I'm just not going to tell yeah, you yeah, to yeah. shake it off. No, you no, know, no, no, just no, 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 no. that's I don't even understand what that means. Shake it off. Well, okay, where's it going to go? It's like the the shaman, the Native American shaman, telling me. You know, where are you letting it go to, Kristen? Energy, we all know, doesn't die. It Mm -hmm. has to be transformed. It has to be transmuted. And when you're in that dark place, I like to call it the void. Some people call it the hallway. I like the hallway because you know how you're in a hallway and you're like, where the bleep am I? I can't. Which flipping door am I supposed to open? And I don't even see a door. There's just so many great analogies and images with the hallway, you know, uh, that whole like, well, when one door opens, another one closes. Or no, one door closes, another one opens. Yes. And that is actually true. And I actually think when one, when you close the door to the situation that no longer serves you, three, at least three are going to open. Yeah. That is what happened to me in that situation. You know, we obviously let go our uh, babysitter tried to prosecute her by the law and we couldn't and it wasn't the same woman obviously well no 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 this the was one that the he, angel no the angel know. left because she <laughs> she had to do other things in her life and then you know we brought in the devil that was fun <laughs> so i got a little bit of experience and all that right know. but that was it is i got experience in um there were there were signals all along the way that i shouldn't trust her and i ignored them out of fear because I was in the middle of a project yeah. in my first play, and I was afraid if I let her go, it, you know. Oh. Yeah. And mm-hmm. anyway, there. what I learned was the woman who is now with me today, who is no longer a babysitter because my kids are, are uh, in their teens now, but she helps me clean the house. And she's also then was sent to me as an angel. And... I remember the first year that she was with us, I was very 
um, this is what has to be done. I want this. I want, I, I barely even spoke other than yeah. professional. This is what has to I happen. You want to get attached. No, I was mm-hmm. afraid. Afraid. Here we go again. Mm-hmm. And slowly over that year, she just melted my heart. Mm. And and I said to her one day, I, I just want you to know how grateful I am that you're here because you have reinstituted my faith in humanity. Right. That's how profound her presence in our home is to this right. day. I do call her my angel. Um, but I needed to go through that. I needed to know that I was not listening to myself. Yeah. See, that, that's half... half- the time after I've after an incident has occurred with someone and I really look closely, mm-hmm. I had signals that I said, "No, no, no, I can't, I can't deal with that," you know. Right. And I pushed the right. signals go, away. La 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 la! Can't yeah. hear you. Can't hear you. <laughs> oh no, listening. <laughs> and your higher self goes, "Oh really? Yeah." <laughs> bam, <laughs> bam, kabow. But never in a mean way. Yeah. It's just, it's a um, an invitation to experience what will happen when you don't listen to your your true voice yeah and for me that always leads me into the void um yep and oh and even times when there's nothing wrong sometimes spirit says Kristen, you need to be quiet because we have a lot of information to share with you and my life is very full like you megan we have very full really beautiful um powerful lives and if i even sometimes just taking every day to meditate isn't enough for my higher self to give me all that I am needing in a time. And I, I also think about, you know, people talk about being in that dark place and I think to myself, you know, light is always there. The light of the divine is always, always there. That is a fact. It's just how far away from you are, are you, are you far away from that light because as you start moving out of the quiet that you've been placed in, you'll start to see the light. Yeah. But the reality is it's been there all along. It's just yeah. that now is the time for you to reawaken. And so I just want to remind everybody in those times when we are quiet or things feel hopeless or sad or uh, deprocessing, you know, deep processing, that the light is all around you all around you and how you take your time in that place of silence and darkness will will ultimately help you actually move through it faster well if you think about a seed or a bulb or you know plants that go dormant in the winter and you had that beautiful story of the dahlia right um it's not that nothing's happening Right, but but that but that seems like but but it's kind of dark. It's kind of cold. cold. <laughs> right, you know. But the divine says, just wait, just wait, right. just wait, and then, right. Right. you know, they, the sun comes, the soil warms up, and we sprout, and we sprout. That's right, and that's where the gift is, and the excitement of of rediscovering or uh, uh, going on a new journey. That's worth the quiet. Because when I came out of my second deep void experience in, 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 as a parent well, later in life, so in right. and around now, yeah. was when I came into GVK, mm-hmm. Good Vibrations with Kristen, and, and then re-hooked up with Megan, who I hadn't, hadn't had known, but 
right. had not really connected with in quite a while. And all, and then literally magic started happening all around me. And that part of this journey has been really exciting and really invigorating and really validating. But I went through a, an 18-month <laughs> yeah. hiatus from the world, right. a real quiet time. And and again, I stopped dreaming. I I stopped mm-hmm. receiving what I what my normal messages were. Right. And had to just be still. And for someone like me, that's like bloody hard because I'm like I'm like the little hummingbird. Over here, over there, over here, over here, and now I'm here. Yeah, right, right. Well, I think some of that, and that's when faith is required. That's right. Because when you you know that's when faith. It's easy to feel you know claim your connection to the divine when you are feeling that energy come in that's and the, right you hear that that message and you're like seeing the magic everywhere but when you're like um it's kind of quiet i i don't i don't hear any are you there right. are you and you know uh, and i'm talking about you know the sort of spiritual voice within that's not right. not the um not, not people around me right and um <laughs> You know, when you go to meditate, you know, when I meditate, I generally do feel like I, I there's like this plug in. I'm like, okay, I'm in. Yep. All right. Uh, I um, agree. And, but when you're in that void spot, it's like, um, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, hello. Am I on the moon? Yeah. What's what the bleep? Yeah. And that's when I have to have faith that, oh, yeah, that's right. I've been here. Just mm-hmm. keep doing what I'm doing. Right. Don't freak out. <laughs> right. You know, because the temptation is to flip out and start frantically trying to run and find. Well, I've done that too. Oh Ugh. my gosh. Yeah, I totally have been frantic. And those are the times that Jeff, of, of all people, because uh, Jeff is not a deeply spiritual man. Um, he definitely supports everything that I do, but our paths are very different. Yeah. But he says to me, Kristen, the whole point of faith is that it is the thing that carries you through while you're in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Not when you're zip, zip, zipping along, like you just said. Yeah. But it's so easy to forget. <laughs> I'm funny. I'm just having a moment with the zip, zip, zipping along. <laughs> zip, zip, zipping along. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, it's like you say. It's, that's the time that you have to remember. Yes, I'm Okay. Yes, everything is divine order. Yes, I'm going to make it through this. Right. But and I think it does get I think that's part of wisdom of mm-hmm. maturing mm-hmm. both spiritually and perhaps, you know, physically emotionally too. And yeah. emotionally is that, you know, you have more experience with that in theory. Right. And the more experience I gain with getting through those times, I think you do gain wisdom from it. Yes. Um, but I, 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 I also know that it just makes it easier because I don't panic now. And I'm like, uh, okay, right. I've been here before. Just just ride it out, girl. Just ride it out. <laughs> Shake <laughs> it off, baby. But not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but sh- riding it out is very different than shaking it off. Yeah. Very yeah. different. It's moving through the situation, not trying to avoid it. Well, yeah. And that that's when that Pema Chodron thing comes back because mm-hmm. Jean – I remember calling her once. I was really, really, really angry at somebody, like furious. Just, mm-hmm. just, like, <laughs> you know, just want to bitch and scream and spit and have somebody listen and validate that I'm, you know, right. And she said, gee, Megan, maybe you should not try to run away from this feeling because I was like, I can't feel like this. I got to get rid of it. Right. She said, why don't you just sit and meditate? 
And then I'm worse. I wanted to scream and throw the phone across the room. Are right, you like, kidding me? <laughs> Meditate. <laughs> but she's she was right, and I I tried it, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm right. trying to. I like those meditations in spite. Yeah, yeah. You're like deep Fine. deep breath. F you. Deep breath. You know. Faith. Pema children. What the hell? She know. Right. But by the time I got calmed down, right. I was like, oh. oh. Oh, and then you start to see these gems, mm -hmm. these unbelievable gems mm -hmm. of wisdom and insight into your own self. Right. The connection. Suddenly you see the whole situation differently because, I, you know, in, my, in that mindset, that, that whole well, there's no, pissed off mindset, there's, there's yeah, no insight. No, and there's no light in that either. It's, it's really <laughs> yeah, just no. – and it's not even the void of darkness. It's, it's a whirling cloud of – Negative yeah. negativity, and that yeah. is not the void. That is not no. the darkness. That's mm. that is a that is a space. There's it's no doubt about it. Thing, That's yeah. right. It is a space. So I don't ever want my listeners to confuse the void and the hallway and the darkness no. with anger and and horror and all of that because that's completely different, and it will definitely whip a cloud around you um, that will. That will have a negative effect. Yes, yeah, that's the way it is. I think what I was getting to was that by allowing myself to work through it in that way, I think I could have ended up disconnected. That's right. Do you know what I mean? Like, because if I just let that anger fester, or just like, eh, I do end up cutting myself off from Right, things. and what great advice to ask you to actually sit in that and meditate through it. Oh. What great yeah. wisdom that was passed on to you and then you get to pass it on to so, all our listeners. Then we Yay. try to practice it, you know, and sometimes right. it works and sometimes I, you know, remember. It right. So sometimes I'm like, no, not doing it. Right. Defiantly. But the whole point, yes, <laughs> because there is defiance in being a human, but that's the whole point of, of this podcast is to remind you that that option is available to you. And you don't always, and, and again, Megan's cat spooky is speaking up in the background <laughs> saying, is. that's right, everybody. Even though I'm annoyed because I'm a cat, I am telling you, you do have options. And how often does she ever do that? Never. And today <laughs> she's like, the like, second Hello. podcast in two years. Yeah, right? Hello. <laughs> oh, I love the wisdom of cats. They are just, they're wonderful. We are cat people. Yeah. Well, we're animal people for heaven's sakes. We really are. Yep. Um... So, so you wonder, like, speaking of animals, do you think animals ever have this existential angst? You know, like, do they ever feel a void or do they just, you know what I mean? Uh, like, I don't think they do. I don't think in the same way we no. do, but they, I definitely think they experience uh, sorrow. Emotions, yeah, yeah, sorrow and, and longing and, um, yeah, they experience those things. But I think yeah. they move through their um, their periods of the void much quicker because they're so uber connected to spirit, they don't have the uh, "Why am I here?" Um, <laughs> questions running through their yeah. brains. My cat lying doing? on her back, going, "What is it all? No. Why, why am I here?" She's like, "Just pet me, because I am everything." Yeah, I'm really seriously, pet me. I'm everything. I mean, I just you know, I know that they now ha they give animals uh, Prozac and kitty, you know, uh, bad news, right? Like I, I had a vet, you know, like oh well. The cat's depressed and, you know. Well, I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> really, what animals do is mirror 
who we are. Mm, yeah, they absorb our energy, don't right. they? And and certainly those that have been traumatized, like the ones that you and I have taken into our homes, because <laughs> that's what we do. We, yeah. we take in the traumatized ones. Uh -huh. <laughs> My vet has an incredible woman who's uh, who is an assistant, and she and I came in, you know, because I rescued the six, and you know they're. You know, they have problems. <laughs> they have some <laughs> emotional issues. Right. And one day I was sort of just kind of moaning, why can't I just have a normal cat? You know, I did used to have more normal cats before I brought in the, the rescue, the, this huge amount of rescues. And she said, oh, I know, Kristen. I get all the ones no one wants. I get the one with a broken tail and the one that's eyes gouged out. And this one doesn't want to come in. This one pees over there. And she goes, but you know what? I love them all. And then I started yeah. crying. I was like, I know, I do too. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But yeah. Um, I don't know why I went off on that trail. I guess because I was thinking, like, do, do animals experience this? Oh, they, they definitely don't experience why am I here. They're yeah. like, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Think, but, you know, <laughs> woohoo. Yeah. Let me just revel in my. You don't have crisis in faith, you know? No. They definitely know mm -hmm. that they are divinely watched over. Um, but they definitely, um, definitely have have times in the void too see i think in its different levels i was thinking about this i i believe i was in this weird hallway for years mm, a particular mm, mm, mm. stretch of time uh some of which was a dark night of the soul yeah. i mean like serious serious like really mm -hmm. why am i here yes <laughs> and and I and it's not that I didn't have periods of light and and connection, but there for for overall, it was like this. Gosh, I want to say several years, and and it's scary to tell people that, but at the same time, it wasn't all bad. Right. It just was like this, this more inward period of time it's for really me. Hard or challenging? Or... Yeah. And the universe was like, Nah, you're not going to do this stuff out there. Right. And no matter what I did, it was like, no, I don't think so. And so I finally just surrendered and said, okay, all right then. And I've been doing, you know, so I spent a couple of years really just doing the inner work that I was right. called upon to do. And now, you know, things are happening over the last year or two. Well, it's very exciting when it starts happening. And I don't know if sure. I'm being articulate, but I, I think it, you are. But I think there are literally, it's, you know, different levels like this. I was in life, you know, you saw me, I mean, I'm, yeah. I've been happy and whatever, but I, but there's definitely a shift well, that went on. There's a difference in, if I understand you correctly, there's a difference in, you know, you're going about your happy, full life and um, just a little aching for some kind of fulfillment that isn't quite there yet. Maybe that's it. I don't yeah. know. It was, it was pretty, it was, there was, there was a depth to it and, and literally like the universe around us. I mean, we had some financial issues. Right. That yeah. were very constrictive, that lasted for several years, mm -hmm. and that was part of it. Right, and and I believe that that was part of a, a, a spiritual lesson and a cleansing mm -hmm. and a letting go and a relearning and and all that stuff. But it right. took several years, and I was like, really. But well, at the same time, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I lived through it. Right. Uh, so I don't know if I'm making any sense. But you are making yeah. sense, and it it brings me it brings me to the place of I had. Now I'm going way back to when I was a young teen, so fourteen, fifteen, probably at the start of fifteen. To I had six solid years of of utter darkness of the soul. Yeah, and and through that time, I 
honestly, I was so young. And, and if you're a young teen listening to this, mm. I am just here to tell you that your life is so valid and that junior high and high school is such a short amount of time right. in what will be your long and prolific life. Yeah, perspective is important. So I want to tell you that from experience, my experience of living just utter ridiculous hell and and while I was moving through it, I, I really could not understand why any anything like this could happen to me. But now years out of it, I am reminded of many joys, mm-hmm. um, m- re- connecting with my, my best friend Dawn during that time, having a first love at that time, um, being a cheerleader, which was wonderful. Uh, there were wonderful things that buoyed me during this time place of darkness and mm-hmm. in it wasn't the void it was it was hell but when i came out of it what i've come from that and gotten from that is deep empathy for the underdog yeah. deep um passion to f- find a better way deep desire to see a better life not just for myself but for the whole world um my psychic energies like skyrocketed after yeah, that time. there's totally a reason. I mean, right. I think in hindsight, it's really when we get through those times, we're like, wow. Like, you know, like there's definitely my gifts stuff from gained. That. Yeah. Silver lining galore. That's right. And that's that's what I I just want to remind everybody yeah. of. And we, anyway, we are, we are having to wrap up. I would love to continue this on another podcast. Sure. And, and I think Megan and I will. But I just, again, if you're out there and you're in that place, whether it's, you know, the darkness of the soul or whether it's the void or whether it's just a place of, of quiet and discomfort, Megan and I are telling you for mm-hmm. fact that mm-hmm. you are divinely watched over, that you are divinely loved and needed on this earth and your energy is powerful and you will find a gift when you move out of it and that that is all is well, I am promising you, all is well. Wow. That's a beautiful message. Thank you, Kristen. Oh, you're welcome. Thank I'm you. I'm gonna Megan. listen to this podcast next time I'm in the <laughs> <Me void. too>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kristen. All right, thank you, Bye-bye. Megan. Bye. Love you. We hope that you found this episode of GDK inspiring. And to raise your vibration even higher, visit my website at goodvibrationswithkristen.com. And don't forget to like Good Vibrations with Kristen on Facebook. What inspires you? Write us, let us know, so we can share your ideas on the show. And meanwhile, keep listening, keep connecting, and know that you are divinely guided.